This is the Bench Warmers Trivia Podcast. We have assembled the world's finest sports and trivia dorks to prove once and for all that we are just as bad at this as we were at sports. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Benchwarmers Trivia Podcast, sports trivia for those of us who rode the pine. I'm your host, Dan, and today's game will be an all-Benchwarmers affair. Yeah! Woo-hoo! Woo! <laughs> um, looks like today we're going to have Marcus and Josh versus David and Mason. So um, just because, Josh, you're to the left of my screen, I'm going to throw it over to you and Marcus, and you can tell us who's going first, who's going second, all that fun stuff. Yeah, I'll go first. Um, I'm doing well, just uh, currently watching Texas and Houston play each other, and I wish the stadium would explode or something, but <laughs> I don't think it's going to happen. But, uh, yep, doing fantastically and looking forward to watching our Kraken play in Lord Stanley Cup's playoffs. So, uh, yeah, excited for that. Excited to watch playoff hockey. As a lifelong Kraken fan, I can endorse this. <laughs> and, Josh, to you. Yeah, well, in in honor of you as a, a fellow bourbon drinker, I figured I'd start with a little Russell's Reserve single batch. Um, I'm not sure where this is going to go today. Sorry, Marcus. I'm not sure if I'll be much help after I get through this. Um, but other than that, uh, also in honor of the two uh, lifelong Kraken fans on the podcast, one being my teammate, our team name for today is going to be F the Avs because... Nobody wants to see them win anymore. Nobody. Nobody on this podcast, no. Excellent. I can say F the Avs all night um, and, and mean it. So how about that? <laughs> all right, let's let's uh, let's throw it on over to um, David and Mason, whoever's going first. Go ahead and let us know how you're doing. Well, I'm going to go first because plot twist, Mason has the team name. Uh, I'm doing great. I, I planted a small seed. Uh, in our chat and said, what do you think about this, Mason? And he ran with it and made it better. So uh, I'll turn it over to my teammate, Mason, for our wonderful team name. Yeah, um, I'm doing okay if for this audio medium, but I'm in a completely different location than normal because uh, we have officially moved to a townhouse. So I have a separate room for recording now. So I don't, we don't have to be like 10 feet away from each other and she doesn't be quiet the whole time. Yeah, so our team name is inspired by the encounter that we had, um, David and I, in New Orleans, how I had to basically dart in and out of New Orleans traffic to say hi to him for five seconds. <laughs> so so with that, our team name is Superdome Shuffle. Yeah, Mason and I had this brilliant idea. I was in New Orleans on work and uh, for work and was staying in a hotel that was about three blocks from the Superdome. Somehow Mason and I figured out that he was in the Superdome. We decided to try to meet, and then it was... I, brilliant people that we are decided to meet in in massive crowd and play the game of Frogger to to uh to sort of meet up for like Mason said take a selfie. Yeah, that works as long as you don't lose the Frogger game. Yes, yes. Okay. Even like George Costanza. Yeah, moving the Frogger game across the street. <laughs> exactly, <was>. exactly. <laughs> Shout out to Adam. You know you you know you're talking about that. <laughs> anyway, we have F the abs and we have. Super Dome Shuffle sounds great, and we're going to kick it on over to Past Future Dan for the rules. The game will consist of four quarters of play, each with different trivia style. The styles of quarters one through three will change from show to show, and I will explain them as we go along. 
Like any good sporting event, we will have a halftime show after the second quarter with entertainment questions. And in the fourth quarter, our teams will wager from their points accumulated to see who are today's clipboard captains to be honored like the true benchwarmers they are. All right, let's get this game underway. Today's first quarter will be Sporting Haikus. Sporting Haikus. For this quarter, there will be four questions in haiku form. Each question is worth 25 points. And because I'm feeling saucy and haven't done it in a long time, I'm going back to, you know, past Dan, where not going to be a whole lot of big four today. There's going to be some, but not a whole lot of it. So get ready. Buckle in. Here we go. Question number one. A five-match series, first in 1882, winner gets an urn. All right. We're going to check in. All right. If the ad's checked in, um, super, what are you? Super dome, not super bowl. Super dome shuffle. You can talk it out. So winner gets an urn. I think that must have been an undertaker cane match of some kind. That's where I'm going. Yeah, that, that was for Marcus and uh, Dan. Uh, so go ahead, Mason. You can start. Yeah, I, I, well, I was going off the urn part, and I think this came up on the podcast recently about the, yeah. the ashes yes. um, and why it was named that. So that's what kind of first came out to me. I don't know how – I guess it's a five-match series. I don't know. I don't keep up with it, but that would make sense about the time frame for it. Right. So it's a, so I remember hearing it on the on the podcast recently too. I think it was in a walling game. But I'm, what I'm trying to remember is – so it's cricket, right? Yes. So is it – England, Australia, or is it Australia, New Zealand? I think it's England, Australia. That, make, that makes more sense. I think that I think that's what it is, if I remember correctly. Okay, I'm happy with that. You want to check that in? Sure. We're going to check in with the Ashes. All right, and F the Avs, what did you say? Well, you guys, David, you went in and stole uh, Marcus's uh, little bit, because the first thing he sent to me was the Paul Bearer Classic. <laughs> but... Uh, but then I said to him, I'm pretty sure this is the Ashes, and yes, it's England and Australia cricket. So we also checked in with the Ashes. Oh, it's the Ashes! <laughs> Both teams are getting their points. Um, in its history, the results have been incredibly close. In uh, 72 series, Australia has won 34, England has won 32, and there have been six draws. So the Ashes is the correct answer. It was uh, most recently in Australia, so it'll be coming back to England next. At least that's a sport I don't have to worry about a nil-nil draw. True. No, <laughs> that's for sure. <laughs> that is for sure. They, they score like 150 in the, uh, in the one end, so. Yeah. <laughs> All right, question number two. Egan Bernal's home, Tour de France winning country, Last, not from Europe. We can check in. F the ads have checked in, so Superdome Shuffle, talk it out. So Mason and I also feel like we've heard this one on the podcast, and we both zeroed quickly into South America. Yeah, I I have a lean toward Colombia. That sounds right to me. My my only insight, because I remember this coming up, was like the last seven countries win Tour de France. Or, That's and right. I knew it was South American, and I guessed, I think I guessed like, I was like between three of them, and I guessed one was the wrong one. This was on a Mark episode because only Mark would ask about. That's right. Hi, Mark. Yeah. 
You had said Bolivia, but that seems too random to me. Yeah, I knew it was one. Of, it's like somewhere around there, but let's go with Colombia. I'm, I'm happy to do with it. That's what I'm leaning with. So yeah, let's go with Colombia. Okay, we'll check that in. All right, and uh, F the Avs. What'd you say? Uh, we also said Colombia. I think this is just a few years ago, so we said the same. Both teams are getting their points. Other than Colombia, only the United States and Australia have won from outside of Europe. So Colombia is the correct answer. How many countries have had their Tour de France titles stripped? That's what I want to know. Uh, probably a few, actually. Yeah. <laughs> but, but thank goodness we have Greg Lamond. Exactly. Exactly. Yes, it's exactly right. Yep. Minnesotan Greg Lamond, mm-hmm. by the way. Mm-hmm. Oh, I didn't know that. Hashtag. Never enough Minnesota. <laughs> Just the right amount of Minnesota. <laughs> All right, let's go on to question number three. University with most rifle titles. Mascot gives a clue. I'm trying to remember what I was that I asked, but but it was definitely it was it was a uh, I did a well I shouldn't say anymore because Josh the historian would <laughs> would well, pick it apart. <laughs> Uh, there have been too many episodes now. I can't remember everything that's happened on, unless I researched it. Uh, I won't remember. You don't go back and look at the scrolls. It's there's too many episodes. We're we're over two hundred episodes now. I can't remember everything. Where are we keeping all the scrolls? By the way, Is, are they in like a, are they in a waterproof basement somewhere? They're they're on microfiche. And, and, and <laughs> no way I know they're in the they're in the daddy dome, and unfortunately, they might be covered in glitter now. <laughs> uh, I think we can check in. Okay, uh, if you feel good about that. Yeah, we'll check in. All right, uh, Super Dome Shuffle is checked in. So, F the Avs, you can talk it out. I mean, I could. We could go through the Rolodex, and I could just sit here for ten minutes and name every mascot and we could decide yeah no i I mean i think umass you brought up the the minutemen right like minutemen like i was like vanderbilt the commodores i you know what i say you was quick you were quick to come up with that one i can't think of any that would be more fitting so (laughs) let's go with it all right we're gonna check in with the umass minutemen all right and super dome shuffle what did you say so hearkening back to an episode, it was probably about 30 episodes ago, but I can't remember exactly when I did a flop turn and river about a particular school. And one of my clues was something about they've won half of the last 40 national championships in rivalry. And then the last clue was at the end of all of their football games, they play uh, take me home country roads because the answer is West Virginia. I'm pretty sure. One team is getting their points on this one. Correct answer is West Virginia. Um, With 19 titles, West Virginia has a large lead over Alaska Fairbanks with 11. And those two schools have combined for three-fourths of the titles ever contested. Mm. Alaska Fairbanks did much better, and then they changed the rules that you didn't have to shoot a Kodiak bear. And so the... (laughs) I've heard that. I'm so disappointed. I've heard that because Pat McAfee's brought it up on his podcast multiple times that West Virginia is the national cha- like they always win oh. the rivalry i i should have known that and also shout out to ethan martin who played for me who's currently a basketball player at alaska fairbanks oh nice is he also on the riflery team no he's not on the riflery oh. team i don't i'm pretty sure he's never picked up a gun it's <laughs> a different kind of shot that he's used to fair, yeah he's fair. a different kind of shooter well marcus we were in the game through two questions and 
Yeah. What else could we ask for? <laughs> I'll I'll drink to that. You might like this one, Josh. You might like this one. <laughs> I'm sure I might like it, but David will get it too. So no, 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 not it's going to be curling or something. And so, yeah, the mirror curl on ice is that what it was? No, no yes. stop. Yes. <laughs> Mason was so angry. Nope. <laughs> nope. All right. Question number four. Down under award given to fairest and best current winner Crips. All right, we're going to check in. All right, FDAVS has checked in. So we're looking for uh, for something from Superdome Shuffle right now. What do you got? I, I knew it started with a B, and I can remember what it was because I've, I've mentioned this or at least asked something about it, but I'm pretty sure this is the Brownlow. But I had, that's the only thing I can think of. That fairest and best kind of stuck out. So I remember that that description. It, I forgot the specifics of it, but something to do with like sportsmanship. Kind of part of it is sportsmanship along with the player itself, but. I'd say run with it. I've got nothing for okay. you. Yeah. Okay. Let's, we'll check that in. All right. And uh, FD Avs, what you got? It's the Brown, uh, the Brown Low Medal. Both teams are getting their points on this one, and I was not expecting both teams to get their points on this one. Nice job, Mason, pulling that one out. Yes, the correct answer is the Brown Low Medal. Um, the way it works is that um, in-game officials give out weighted first, second, and third place votes for every game that they're in. For the best player and fairest player on the uh, on either team, and at the end of the year, they're all tallied and wow. at a big ceremony to decide who wins the Brownlow Medal. If you are ever um, removed from a game, or if you are gone to the tribunal and been given a, a game ban or so, you are not eligible for the Brownlow. Even if you're, even if you've got points. It, going yep. into the left, oh. you are not. You are not eligible. You are no longer the fairest, right? If you are being banned from a game, which means that half of the league is out right now. The way that the <laughs> tribunal has been going this year, so. with the new sling tackle, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, yep. Um, um, last year's winner was uh, Patrick Cripps from Carlton. It's a big deal. It really it is. is. And um, I'm just going to make sure that I uh, that everyone out there knows that I have become kind of a low key ambassador for AFL. I am trying to get as many people into the sport as possible and um, come join us on the, on the, what the footy, the, the bench warmers footy group. Yeah. We are having a fun time there. Um, if you've never watched AFL before, hit me up. We'll talk. I'll, I'll get you. I'll, I'll, I'll get you set up. You can watch some, some AFL because once you've seen it, once you've actually gone in and watched AFL, it's, it's, there's nothing like it. And it's quickly, quickly, catching up with the NFL on my favorite sports right now. So it's really, it's really a high up there. Agreed. Anyway, that's your AFL minute with Dan. And that's going to bring us to the end of the first quarter. And after the first quarter, we have scores of F the abs have 75 and uh, the Superdome shuffle is at 100. We wanted to let you know that we are on Patreon. If you'd be interested in supporting us financially, your contributions will be used to help us cover the costs that it takes to bring you the high-quality sports trivia you have come to expect from us. There's also some great perks that come with the Patreon membership to the Benchwarmers Trivia Podcast, including bonus episodes and Benchwarmers swag. You can find us at patreon.com slash benchwarmersTP. Thanks. That'll bring us on to second quarter, and the second quarter today will be... The Missing Link. The Missing Link. 
This quarter will consist of five questions with theme-linked answers. The teams will attempt to answer the questions and guess the theme. Each question is worth 20 points. If a team checks in first via chat to the host with the correct theme before the fifth question, they will earn 100 points. The other team can still earn 50 points with the correct theme guess. If neither team has checked in with the correct theme before the fifth question, each team can earn 50 points with the correct answer to the theme after the fifth question. Question number one. The first ever recipient of this award was Reggie White and was presented on November 23rd, 1989, after he led the Eagles defense to a 27-0 shutout of the Dallas Cowboys. The award is still given out annually, even though the originator of the award died in 2021. Okay, we'll check in. All right, uh, Superdome Shuffle has checked in. So, F the Avs, you can talk it out. So, is it's the turkey leg. It's it's Thanksgiving. It's the turkey leg. Madness I don't know if it's leg. called anything else. Yeah. I just know that that's what happens on Thanksgiving. He died in 2021. Makes sense. November 23rd. Do we yeah. just say turkey leg? I, I, yeah, I think it's called the turkey leg award. I think it's what. Oh, okay. I, I mean, right. well. but I once again, I think Dan's probably not going to be like, oh, he didn't say the exact thing. So I don't know if we want to check him with the Madden Turkey Leg Award. Sure. He's the one that gave him out, right? Like he gave yeah, out the turkey yeah. legs. So Boom! Turkey Leg. Okay, we're checking in with Turkey Leg. <laughs> All right, and a Super Dome Shuffle, what did you say? Yeah, so we we sussed this up pretty quickly because I saw 21 and assumed it was Madden. Mason zeroed in on November 23rd, said that sounds like Thanksgiving. And then we threw back, like Mason said, I think it's something like turkey. And I said, I'm pretty sure there's a turkey leg award. So we were like, is it the John Madden, blah, blah, blah. So we decided to check in with turkey leg award. Both teams are getting their points on this one. Correct answer is the turkey leg. Um, when Madden left Fox in, 20, in 2001, 2001, I guess is what it's called. Uh, the network began giving out the galloping gobbler. While M- NBC now bestows the award um, on the Thanksgiving night game. It is the turkey leg. All right. So the themed based answer so far is the turkey leg. <laughs> ooh, of ooh. Yeah. Parts of a turkey. And go. <laughs> <laughs> right. Next one is I'd right. love to hear the rest of these questions. Uh, the wings. Wings. The wings. Right, right wing, left wing. So, right. All right. Question number two. The world's largest outdoor cocktail party is a neutral site rivalry game played between the Florida Gators and which other university? We're going to check in. F the abs checked in. So super dome shuffle. You can talk it out. I, I'm pretty sure this is, is Georgia. Florida and Georgia play at a neutral site. Absolutely. It is. And it's in um, Jacksonville. It I is. Think. It is. That's correct. So, yep. yeah, I, I think it's got to be. I can't. I Yeah. We're going to go with Georgia. All right. And F the abs, what did you say? Uh, I don't know. Just go ahead. Go oh, ahead. oh, sorry. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Yes, we also checked in with Georgia. Both teams get their points on that one. It's Yeah, it's fairly straightforward. It's the, it's the uh, University of Georgia. Uh, Georgia leaves the series 54 to 44 to two ties. Both teams have had seven game winning streaks during the game's existence. All right. So our theme-based answer so far, the turkey leg. 
and the University of Georgia. Question number three. Of all the state capital cities that host a Power Five university, which state capital has the lowest population? Okay. If this is not a David question. (laughs) (laughs) Never said it wasn't. I'm also going to uh, throw this out there right away to to shut things down that the university, um, I'm sorry, Michigan State University is in East Lansing and not Lansing. Okay, we're going to check in. All right, F the abs have checked in. Super dome shuffle. You talk it out well, so, for a few minutes or yeah, give a few it, seconds. A few seconds. So given given limited um, time and energy, we tried to go through sort of – we tried to plow through Power 5 schools and state capitals from opposite directions. Right. And I feel like we ruled out an awful lot of them. We ruled out Nashville. We ruled out Boston. We ruled out Madison. Um, and then I threw out Tallahassee. And Mason threw out Columbia, South Carolina, and they're in a little bit of a battle about which one was bigger, but I think Columbia, South Carolina is smaller, and it's the best one we've got right now. And so given that Dan is pressuring us for answers, I think we probably just need to check that in in fairness because we're- Yeah, I don't have anything better. Okay. We'll check in with Columbia, South Carolina. All right. And F the Avs, what did you say? Um, This is- very similar, except Josh and I didn't really type much. We were <laughs> both basically looking at each other and probably both doing the exact same thing, which is just going through capitals and where, you know, the state schools are and threw out a couple and I threw out Little Rock and we said University of Arkansas, maybe, I guess. I don't know. And that's all we could come up with. So we checked in with uh, Little uh, Rock. Little Rock. Yeah. All right. Well, one team is getting the points on this one. The correct answer is Columbia, South Carolina. Of course it is. Um, and you are right, David. Um, Tallahassee is um, so 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 South Carolina, um, Columbia, South Carolina is about one hundred and thirty-eight thousand. Oh, it's too okay. It's bigger than and Tallahassee, Florida, is close to two hundred thousand. Um, and then after that, it just gets it gets much bigger. Like um, Baton Rouge is like 215, 216 or so. Yeah, I knew that was. I wouldn't even mention it because I knew it was yeah. much bigger. Wisconsin is two sixty nine, um, and then you start getting much bigger. Like Georgia, like Atlanta is at like four hundred and fifty. Um, Raleigh's four hundred and seventy. So there's a, a lot going on there. But um, the correct answer is South Carolina, Columbia, South Carolina. So the theme-linked answers so far are the Turkey Leg, University of Georgia, and Columbia, South Carolina. Question number four. Of the inaugural five inductees into the NASCAR Hall of Fame in 2010, two of them had the same last name. What was that last name? How How does that go with your theme, though? (laughs) <laughs> no, 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 Go back to the one before. Oh, oh I see, I see. You mean the, the more yeah. obvious one. This is why. Does that convince you? Oh, really? Okay. Yes. Right, then, then I'm, okay, fine. <laughs> Does that convince you? Well, I, okay. It's it's bugging me. It's bothering me to my core right now, but yes, I guess. But that I, doesn't, I, that doesn't bother I, you? No, but the point is, I guess I, what you're saying is I deserve it. <laughs> is that what you're yes. trying to tell me okay yes damn it damn it mason oh we'll check in 
Super Dome Shuffle has checked in, so F the Avs. You can talk it out. Uh, I don't think we have anything to talk out because I don't think Marcus or I have any effing clue. I'm guessing uh, Earnhardt Sr. was probably in that inaugural class, but um, I don't think Junior was. He's <laughs> probably... Uh, the wall trips weren't? Uh, you know any other... I, petty, but I don't think there was another Petty that would have been in, inaugurated... I'm guessing there's some big family name. I have no clue. Because I know this much about NASCAR beyond the couple of names I just said. <laughs> you got anything, Marcus? No. You know I don't. By the way, if the link <laughs> turns out to be what it might turn out to be, I might just quit this podcast. So <laughs> Wait. Because I have a feeling I know what David was... I have a feeling I know what David was talking about. And if that turns out to be... Because I'm pretty sure I know what he's saying and not saying. Yeah, yeah. And if yeah. it turns out to be that is the link, I, I might just walk out. So do you want to just... Uh, I don't know. <laughs> do something random like... Uh, I mean, probably um, not. No. I'm just trying to think of what, what would That'd make be for a good last though. name. Oh wait, we're che- I mean they're checked in, but yeah, I mean we can say things. Funny. Okay. Right. Uh I just <laughs> want to hear what you say. Dan's anticipating this. He okay, knows exactly now. what's coming. You both know exactly what's coming. Well then let's just, just say gotta... it. Let's oh, just say what we're trying I... to figure or, out. Or or this. Or that. That's the other thing. <laughs> I don't know if it's, it's you a great podcast. Pick one. Listeners are <laughs> no, this is great well, podcasting. The non-discussion. We, can, we cut a lot of this out, but it, 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 just make sure whenever you start out. talking that you sound like you're talking from. The we're not going to have anything talk to talk about because one, <laughs> I mean, we're trying not to say what we think might be <laughs> the link. Which, if it is the link, I might walk out at halftime. Okay, so it let's be the so most non-Dan <laughs> link of all time. <laughs> all right, what do we what do we want to pick here? Pick one of them. I don't care because okay. I don't think it's going to be say right. The la- <laughs> We're going to say the last name, the classic NASCAR Hall of Fame last name of England. <laughs> <laughs> and super dull, super dome shuffle. What did you say? So to quote my good friend Josh Bombeck, I learn a lot of things from writing questions for this podcast. And I'm pretty sure the answer is France, which would be really funny for multiple reasons. But uh, yes, they went with the wrong side of the rivalry. One team is getting points on this one. The correct answer is France. Bill France Sr. and Bill France Jr. were the two that were uh, waiting, waiting for it. Go ahead. Wait for it. Who? And they are the who? originators of NASCAR. Oh, good for them. The France family. Um, well, there's the only one in NASCAR. So they the were inductees were Richard Petty, Dale Earnhardt, and Junior Johnson. Hey, I named two of the five. Woo! They just wasn't any of the ones that we needed. There's multiple juniors. Would you look at that? That's right. There were two juniors. That's true. There's only one France I acknowledge, and it's all-star first baseman Ty France. But there were also two juniors, which means the theme could be Arnold Schwarzenegger movies. The theme link answers so far are Turkey Leg, the University of Georgia, Columbia, South Carolina, and France. 
Question number five in the missing link. In 2005, the Smoking Gun website learned that Michael Vick had given this pseudonym when submitting to a test after a woman had brought suit against him, claiming that he gave her an STD. Checked in. Very quickly, F the abs have checked in. So Superdome Shuffle, you can talk it out. Oh, this one, I... He's going to get it. No, you I, will. I'm, I'm glad because I have no David, idea. David, he gets almost everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I, I have I have I have this one in the in the deluxe do department. Na- do I need to start naming random Think, categories? Ran- random things that fit. Oh, oh no 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 no. Sorry. As soon as you said that, reminded me I should be thinking in terms of the theme. His name was something yes. like Johnny Mexico or something like that. But I'm pretty sure it was some Mexico. Um, yeah, it's it's Mexico. It's 100. percent It's Mexico. We, do we have to him. give first and last name. No 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 no. We'll just no, check I in with at Mexico. This point, should have to. <laughs> I we will check in with Mexico. I'm going to say you need to be more specific. Oh I, asked yeah, for the, I asked for the pseudonym. I asked for the pseudonym. Oh, it is. He did say the pseudonym. That would be the whole thing. He didn't say the full um, pseudonym. Hey, you. we have one question right so far. This will only be our second. You already got the first four, and you're going to have more points than us on the link. I think you can afford to not get All the right. points. So are you thinking it's John they were looking Mexico? For the, they were looking John, for the perfect game, though. John Mexico. Don, Don Mexico. It's something. It's something like that, and I and it's not. It's not clicking. But it Juan is Juan Mexico. Juan Mexico. That would be more appropriate. The last Juan name, Mexico. I suppose. Is is what that what you think it is? Like, no, no, no. Like it's it's I, something like that. It's stuck on that because it's something like that. It's it's something that Do is I need so to go close. With names that end in on. Yes, yes. You know what? What do we say? Don Juan John Lon Lon. No, I don't think it's any of those. Ron 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 Mexico. That's it. It's Ron Mexico. It's Ron Mexico. That's absolutely what it is. We'll check in with Ron Mexico. Yes. Yes. <laughs> F the Avs, what did you say? Um, they parody if if anybody so NFL Blitz when it came out, they it it kind of died off for a little while and then they brought it back with Blitz the League. And it had a bunch of uh players who were definitely modeled after, you know, current NFL players, but obviously they couldn't use those. And there was a lefty super athletic quarterback for I can't remember which team, but he was number seven and his name was Ron Mexico. Both teams are getting their points on this one. <laughs> the correct answer is Ron Mexico. Um, I almost ruined this for you, the the one before, because I typed that to Josh <laughs> and I and for the last question, when we didn't know it, but we knew something about it, I just I typed it to him, and I he almost did. ruined that. So, yep. Um, in this host's opinion, only Anthony Weiner's Carlos Danger would have been a better suitor name. <laughs> oh, oh, let me submit to you another candidate for your uh, pleasure. This is for one Lane Kiffin, Mackinac College Chicks. I believe when he was at Tennessee or maybe even the OC at USC, um, the pseudonym that he used in the bars, Joey Freshwater. Oh, man. Ah, ah. Oh, that's great. That's not a joke. That is 100% true. It's not as good as Carlos Danger, though. Really? I mean, come on. All right. So uh, let's let's let the cat out of the bag here before Josh walks out. Um, David and Mason... Your team got it in first, so you can tell me what the 
missing link is between the University of Georgia, uh, Turkey Leg, Columbia, South Carolina, France, and Ron Mexico. So we had yeah. some conversations around this that Josh was probably spot on. Um, I I kept saying to Mason, it can't be countries. That's too obvious for Dan. There's no way it's – but I will tell you that when Turkey Leg came out as the first one, I said to Mason – I know Dan's a Disney fan. It's going to be things they sell at Disney World. That was my theory based on Turkey Leg. But once we got to Columbia, we looked past the fact that it was not spelled the same. And we, or maybe it was at France, but we checked in with countries. Oh, Mason also had a wonderful theory, which was fonts, which would have been That's what I had for Georgia. And I was like, I couldn't think of anything else for that. That would have been really, really cool if he found a way to work in times or something like that, right? So we checked in with countries. Helvetica. Yes, exactly. Exactly. There are a ton of fonts, though. You could have done anything. Yeah. Clue 2. So both both teams actually ended up getting them. Clue Mm -hmm. 2, we had this. But they were like, no way this is what it is. This is a damn missing link. Exactly. We were thinking about countries that span two continents. That's like, right. We, we thinking... went, yeah, we went countries that are border on water. I would have we had like... to been really. I mean, I would have had to have come, come up with Kazakhstan or something like that. I, I came up with like that. We called that. that. Mason said Kazakhstan's going to be on the list. I was like, how's he going to like that? I, David and I got an argument about that before. Yes. 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 Exactly. Yes. All right. So, um, Marcus, apparently you're going to be by yourself for the rest of this game because Josh is walking out. He's rubbing his eyes right now. He's not even rolling his eyes anymore. He's walking. I can't roll my eyes any more than I than you possibly can. They're all they went all the way around and have come back to forward now. Uh, I've never been this salty. Seriously, wow. never been this salty. <laughs> You're salty, salty over back. the fact that I used countries as a. You used the most missing simple missing link there right. could possibly be. You know what no. the best. No. You know what the best okay, remedy other is other than women that he tried to. <laughs> no, pull no, 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 no. Yes. The best remedy for for Josh being salty is to wash with little Joey fresh water. By the way, I just wanted to. Yeah. <laughs> oh God, that's gross. <laughs> <laughs> Joey fresh water. I'm leaving. Oh, God damn it! That I don't is like disgusting. This, no. <laughs> now Mason's leaving. <laughs> so, that made well. Now now we know gross. the graphics just going to be all these guys in like disguises. Like... <laughs> <laughs> After the second quarter, we have a score of F. The Avs have one eighty five. But Superdome Shuffle is at 300. And that brings us to halftime. It is now time for the halftime show. There will be three entertainment questions pertaining to sports, with each question worth 25 points. For halftime, I would like you to name the band with a sports term in their name based on these lyrics. Oof. Ooh. Arcade courts. So every every band <laughs> is going to have Sorry. Sorry, a, every band is going to have a sports term in their name. Question number one in halftime. Josie's on a vacation far away. Come around and talk it over. So many things I want to say. You know, I like my girls a little bit older. We'll check in. Very creepy. Superdome Shuffle has checked in, and we need um, F the Avs to go ahead and talk it out. Isn't this the outfield? What? Isn't this the outfield? Is it? Yeah, your love. Oh, 
Yeah, sure. I have the band mixed up in my head. Yeah, sure. I mean, I think I have the right song, don't I? That's yeah, the yeah, right song, yeah, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah. I yeah. have the band wrong in my head. Don't worry about it. It's okay. That. All right. Well, we're going to check in with the outfield. All right. And Super Dome Shuffle, what did you say? Yeah. Same thing. Um, they're actually British, and they watched a baseball game and named themselves after it because um, they had no idea how it worked at first. But yes, it's the outfield. Both teams are getting their points on that one. See, this is not that hard. Uh-oh. Question number two. And this is where I went to school. Most of the times had better things to do. Criminal record says I broke in twice. I must have done it half a dozen times. Mm, got it. Really? Shoot. Yeah. It's this. How is that a percent? Oh, never mind. Never mind. 100%. I'm trying to break that up first. Never mind. Forget it. Yes. Okay. That's it. Uh, go, go for it. Check in. Superdome shuffles checked in. So F the Avs. Talk it out. Or not. F the Avs. Talk it out. <laughs> is this um, this photograph by Nickelback? That is an important one. It should be drafted earlier than you would think. But I don't know because I don't listen to that vanilla garbage. I think it is. I mean, I've heard the song so many damn times, but I think that is, I think this is what it is. Check it in now. All right, we're going to check in with Nickelback. Superdome Shuffle, what'd you say? I'm ashamed to have gotten it that quickly just from listening to the words because I don't really particularly like this song other than the fact that it's been memed so many times. Um, but yeah, it's it's photographed by Nickelback. So we check in with Nickelback. Criminal record says I broke in twice. I must have done it half a dozen times. Yes, it is photographed by Nickelback. Both what the hell's on Joey's head? I couldn't do the first the first line of the I song. Know. You so. could have. That would have helped. Technically, Look at you this could've. redacted. Question number three in halftime. Halftime goes by, suddenly you're wise. Another blink of an eye, 67 is gone. The sun is getting high. We're moving on. I think I, I think I pre-called this one, David. Yes, you did. I, I think you might it's have. It's that. It's that. Uh, oh, bye. Mm-hmm. Why well, pre-call? Yeah, yeah, okay. Go ahead and check it that's, in. I'm, that's it. Check it in. Superdome shuffles checked in, so F the Avs. Talk it out. You good with that, Marcus? I've heard of that. Well, that that's good. So that's I'm good. good. Yeah. At least I didn't name a, a band with a sports type name that you hadn't heard of. So yeah, yeah. This is five for fighting. All right. And Superdome Shuffle, what did you say? Yeah, this is if I remember the song correctly, this is a hundred years by the one man band Five for Fighting. Yes. <laughs> Both teams getting their points on this one. Correct answer is five for fighting. I was going to go with Superman for this one, but I don't know. I thought that uh, I like this song a lot. So so we went with that one. All right. Well, after halftime, we have a score of F the Avs has 260. And Superdome Shuffle is at 375. Now on to the second half. We'd like to take a minute to invite you to follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at BenchwarmersTP. We also have a Facebook group for fans of the pod called The Bench. Join us there to comment on the latest episodes and share cool sports facts and trivia. 
you'd be willing to rate and review us on iTunes or Stitcher, we'd greatly appreciate the support so that other people may find this podcast. Thanks. Today's third quarter will be five on three. Five on three. For this quarter, there will be three categorized lists containing five items where each item is worth 10 points. The teams will attempt to guess as many items as they can. However, if a team has an incorrect guess, they will receive zero points for that list. Well, that goes the perfect game, probably. Sounds like a party. <laughs> oh, you'll get five each time. No, we never do. No, David. Eric just... Ead's not here. <laughs> That's right. I don't, and I don't oh, go for it. Eric Ead's not here, but David is. He'll be <laughs> like, wait, give me a second. Uh, name other names that end in on. <laughs> I don't know how he got there. I literally gave one letter. I was just giving one letter hints. That's all I had. So can't blame me for that. I was just I trying from what David said. No, I mean, it did it, not to it, me. I think it's going to be pretty I don't clear. buy it. You knew if it, it isn't already. David is the biggest villain. Ede is no longer the biggest villain because. Wow. But uh, David's, David's the aw shucks villain, though. David's win percentage yeah, is it's the considerably higher than everybody else's. The, his aw shucks, I'm just a simple farm boy that nobody's buying it anymore. It's it's basically like the first season of Cobra Kai where you're like, Johnny Lawrence is like outwardly like, you're like, oh, he's the villain of the story. And then you see how douchey. Danny, uh, or what's his name? Daniel LaRusso. Uh, yeah, Daniel LaRusso is, and you're like, that guy acts nice, but is a huge D-bag. That's David. David is Daniel LaRusso. <laughs> wow. David is I'm Daniel LaRusso. I'm just kidding, David. Come on. This is horrible bullying. I love uh, this just... isn't that bad of bullying. Wait till they see initials. Wait till they see my initials. David see my Daniel LaRusso. That's true. Unfortunately, Dan Lundberg does too. Hey, David. Hey, and who's editing this? Probably we David or me, one of the two. Okay, so uh, three, two, one. Hey, David, wax on, f- off. <laughs> Ooh. Ooh. Wow. I want three, everyone. <laughs> everyone on David, apparently. I'll probably get cut anyway, because it'll be Matt, who's Matt will just go right to the first question. So. That's true. Actually, yeah, you're right. It's either Matt or David. So. Unless David does this one, then he can do whatever he wants with it. He's gonna listen to the raw audio tomorrow and start on it. So we have to make sure <laughs> it's the raw. It's the raw uh, audio, by the way. I'm gonna I'm gonna keep all audio. of this in and then play a clip of just me crying hysterically, <laughs> and then and then your whole theory about me being the heel will go away. Except now you've just admitted that you're just gonna do that. So now everyone, oh, no, 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 no. I can, faking it. I can, I can. That's right. I can edit it though. You'll pull make a Richard, it Richard Nixon secretary. Don't worry. Well. Tape. We'll uh, we'll, we'll have make the sure to let everybody know online that uh, yeah. so E is MJF, and what? David is Bob Backlund. <laughs> I owe Josh some money. Josh, you had ten <laughs> bucks right there, right? Yep. Well, you don't know Bob Backlund? Oh man, no. He was I one of the money. He Lost was one of the, chicken wing man. He was All one right. of the heroes of my youth. All right, hit, hit us with the. He was, <laughs> of course, he was. Yes. <laughs> All right. There's someone coming up later in the game that's probably a bigger hero to you, but we'll... we'll... Is it somebody right, on microfiche? <laughs> Jewish? <laughs> At least the name, but we'll, we'll see how it goes. All right, here we go. Question number one in five on three. I'd like you to name the last five unique 
non-U.S. countries of golfers to win the Masters? All right, we're going to check in. Half the abs have checked in, so super dome shuffle. You talk it out. So the ones that we're right. sure about, sure about. Uh, so obviously John Rahm won this year, but Sergio Garcia won not that long ago. So Spain is definitely on the list. Right. Japan, Japan is def- for sure. Japan is definitely on the list. And then we're pretty confident that somewhere in this, um, Danny uh, Willett. Willett won. And- He's like 2016-ish, somewhere 17, somewhere Okay, so he that would be... Right, and he'd be England. And then I don't think it was too far back that we get Adam Scott, and he's obviously Australian. Right. After, I think that's after, around 2014-ish. After that, it gets cloudier, but Mason is – we're trying to decide because we have both South Africa and Argentina on the list. I think if you go further back, you get uh, like Weir is Canadian. Right. You get him in there. VJ Singh won at one point, but that must go back to like the turn of the century. Yeah. That, no, it's not going to go that far. Right, so I mean, so then most of the winners are U.S. born. That's just right. So. so then it's so we have Spain, Japan, England, and Australia, and then it's a question of whether you want to go South Africa or um, what was the other one we just Argentina threw out? or our, right? That's what I threw out. Right, I, so South, I, South South Africa or Argentina or or just go with the four we know or yeah, pretty confident. I'm, I'm I just feel like Charles Schwartzel for South Africa was a couple of years at least behind Cabrera or after Cabrera. Um, I don't really? know. I, just the the way I'm putting this together, I think it's because I know Bubba Watson won non consecutive. He won, I think, maybe twelve and fourteen. I want to say Charles Schwartzer might have been thirteen or eleven, but I think Cabrera was before that. Cabrera's um, getting up there, so that would kind of make sense. But I think it's because lefty lefty had one in there, probably maybe twenty ten. Because he, he had one somewhere right around there, it might have been 08. Hey, I don't know. You're the you're the but, masters guy. You know you know this is way your this more, is your this house. is like the only one I follow. The one I follow the most. Well, and this would have been the this is the time frame I follow I followed it the most. I'm, so that's I'm why in, I'm I'm impressed. You can lay these out. Uh, so I, so, I mean, it's really up to you. So we have Spain, Japan, England, Australia. Do you want to go for South Africa? Because my temptation would just be to take the four and and run. We can take the four if you want. I mean, I, I'm I'm leaning very heavily towards South Africa, but I figure we could just take the points and well, then then play it safe. Then fo- follow follow your instinct. Don't don't play it safe. Let, let's. I mean, I'm fine with it. If we take the points, it's not a big deal. I'll, okay, all right. It's only ten points gain. Ten points versus losing forty. Like I'd, I'd okay. rather just take okay. Points. All right, we'll check in with Spain, Japan, England, and Australia. All right, and f the Avs. What did you say? They should have had all five because. The fifth is South Africa. It was Schwartzel. Oh. I just looked at this list within the last week just due to the Masters being on. So, yeah, it's Spain, Japan, England, Australia, and South Africa. I wasn't going to walk the list back on this one. By the way, everyone's getting their points on this one. I wasn't going to walk the list back on this one, but Mason was so right on on everything he said. I want to just point a few things out here. Yes, John Rahm won this year. Um, Hideki Matsuyama won in uh, 2021. And then you go back to Sergio Garcia, who wouldn't have counted in 2017. Danny Willett was 2016, exactly. Wow. Adam Scott was 2013, exactly. Nice, nice Mason. And, Car- and uh, Charles Schwartzel won in 2011, exactly. So Mason nailed it. That's why I watched a lot of golf. Thanks to my brother-in-law. I watched a lot of golf. Especially the Masters. That was the one we used to watch a lot. So thank him for that. 
All right. Well, since Mason liked that one so much, let's maybe send one Josh's way on this one. That I'd last like one to... was fine by me. I don't know what you're talking about. So they got 50 I... on that one, yeah? Yeah. 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 Okay. Yeah. We broke up the perfect game, but it's fine. That's right. You're still throwing a no-hitter. So. All right. So question number two. The last five unique F1 Constructors champions. Chassis only. Oh, boy. Oh, Jesus. Well, they're the perfect game would have went on this question for sure. I have no okay. idea what this even means. Chassis only. I'm not sure what is that just the team name? Because, the, because you get the chassis and the engines. I'm not I know, asking it, for but the like engines, the team right. name is what you're Yes, the team for, name right? is the, the chassis. Yeah. Thank, so, I, I, let me yeah. That's okay. Let me, let me throw that out there. Yeah. So All the right, last five let me see. question number uh two in five on three. The last five unique F one constructors champions. Chassis only, so the team name is what you're looking for. Yeah, got it. You're right, because obviously engines is a different thing, because many of them share the same engines. And Correct. I may be totally missing what I'm supposed to be saying here, so like I could be looking at a zero, just FYI. That's fine. I, okay. I have zero, so either okay. way, we, we have a risk. <laughs> right, two plus points. two equals potato. <laughs> two plus two equals potato. It's either zero or zero, but with a chance for points. So I would take the second one. So, okay, yes, good. Good. Fine. We'll we'll check in with our 14 answers, as Matt might say. Superdome. Superdome. I was gonna say Superdome Suplex, which is a <laughs> oh. very different thing. Um Superdome Shuffle has checked in. So uh, F the Avs, you talk it up. Well, I don't think there's much talk out. Uh, Marcus told me uh he said, Have fun, I believe in you. <laughs> so um I think I know. I'm pretty confident at four. I'm not even sure I would have be able to hazard a really strong guess on five. So, um, because the last 10, 15 years, it's been two teams that have dominated, and that would be Red Bull and Mercedes. And uh, also in there, um, Ferrari and Renault. But I don't have a fifth, so I'm checking in with those four. Okay. And Superdome Suplex is what it's going to be from now on. What did you, uh, what did you say? So I, I was just guessing this is what you wanted, and I wrote to Mason three names. I don't know why I decided to go for three because in retrospect I could have just written Red Bull and been relatively confident. But I wrote down Red Bull, Mercedes, Ferrari. That's all I've got, and so that's what we checked in with. Well, both teams are getting their points. Um, and yes, Josh, what you said is is correct. You've got to go a ways back to figure out all five of these because Red Bull has won, well, won in 2022. And then Mercedes goes from 2021 all the way back to 2014 where Red Bull put four in a row up. Ferrari had 20, 2008 and 2007. Renault had 2020, I'm sorry, had 2006. And right in the middle of there, in 2009, and the team didn't last very long after this, Braun. Mm. I'm glad I didn't hazard a guess because I've never heard of them. Yeah, and then you'd have to go way back after that to go all the way back to McLaren in 98. So they they gave up on F1 and they just do paper towels now? Is that what you're saying? No, it's brawny. Razors, you mean? brawny. Razors. Like oh, razors and stuff. Yeah. Yes. Nice try, David, with your humor. 
Stick with your <laughs> stick with your sports knowledge. That was LeBron's yeah. son. Yeah. Wow, LeBron. <laughs> All right, question number three on five and three. I'd like you to name the last five unique winners of the Grey Cup. Oh, so far I've had one for Mason, one for Josh, and one for Marcus. So F you, Bucks. There's only so many teams. So I mean, you're really going to struggle with this, David. (laughs) He's going to pull all five. Just give him a moment. Big Grey Cup. I mean, I dabble. Dabble in the Grey Cup. I dabble in the Grey Cup. Well, here's the thing. Uh, I'll watch football in any form or fashion. Did I win a four-team parlay betting on the XFL and the USFL? I sure did. Wow. Did I win like $200? (laughs) I sure did. (sighs) Is that based off any relative information other than who's the better quarterback? No, it's not. That's all you need. In those nine leagues, times, that's really all nine you times need. out of ten in those leagues, which is frustrating because the Sea Dragons have the best and worst quarterback at the same time. So Marcus was looking at the parlay and going, "Look at this quarterback!" <laughs> <laughs> wow. Okay. All right. Oh no, that's a callback. Come on, David or David Dan Dan. Dan that might David. be the title of the episode. Look at this quarterback. <laughs> all right, we're gonna check in. Oh, no. F the abs have checked in, so Super Bowl shuffling suplex. You can talk it out. I mean, I don't... I can just name them, but I was not going to... The Alouettes? The Junte Alouettes? Uh, a... Je te plumerai. <laughs> Very good. Uh, so... The... Oh, that's right. Yeah, I asked a question about them, too. So the ones that I can vaguely remember winning fairly recently... I think Winnipeg has won, won a couple, um, the Blue Bombers. And the Toronto Argonauts, I think, are the last ones that I can remember winning. And I think the Calgary Stampeders. So those are the three that I've got. And I don't, I can't, I can't do better than that. Yeah. I doubt this goes all the way back to the Baltimore Stallions. Um. I, I think, <laughs> I, I think you're probably Sorry, right. The, yeah, this, that was like in that. I mean, that was a 90s, were, yeah. Were, I was going to say, were you even alive when the Baltimore Stallions no. won? No, I was not. Uh, okay, so the then, 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 with your permission, I'll, I'll, I would check in with the Stampeders, the Winnipeg Blue Bombers, and Toronto Argonauts. Sure, sounds good to me. All right, F the Avs. What did you say? I do. I have written probably, I would say, comfortably the most CFL questions of anybody on this podcast. Um, I needed to get on the board. Yeah, you really you really do. There's a lot of fun stuff in there, especially if you're a weirdo like me that like likes guys from like the University of Cincinnati that go play there, you know. I remember that question. You do. <laughs> yes. Uh the the Zach Kalaros question. Yes. Yeah, yes. yeah, yeah. So Toronto won the most recent, uh fairly positive on that, and then fairly positive also on Winnipeg, uh being before them. And then Josh came through with uh Calgary, which sounded right to me. And then I remember pretty vividly that Ottawa won in it was either 2015 or 2016 and didn't feel great after that I I think Edmonton might have but we just didn't feel comfortable so we checked in with those four we checked in with uh, Toronto Winnipeg Calgary and Ottawa both teams are receiving points on this one 
again, I'm going to give Marcus the Mason treatment on this one. You are right. Toronto won um, recent, the most recent one, and Winnipeg won in uh, 2021 and 2019. There was no 2020 season. Calgary Stampeders were right before that in 2018. And then the Ottawa Red Blacks were 2016. And right before that, we'll call them the Edmonton Elks now. Um, I'm not going to go back and say what they used to be, but they did win in 2015. Ooh. Just say the Edmonton E's. They're both E games. I was going to say we should do the Edmonton football team. The Edmonton football team. They they did call themselves that for for a little while, yeah. That's good for them because... Washington should have stuck with that. What they decide? Well, actually, it's not the name; it's the uniforms that really irk me. But anyways, I new owners, remember. baby. There's I there's just... at least a handful of better names they could have gone with, but you know, for sure, football football I, team was one of them. By it the way, was, yeah, I, it would have been fine to leave it as the football team. I, I just remember listening to a pod, one of the episodes, somewhat early on. It was certainly before I joined, and Mason asked tailgate questions where he said. I'm going to give you two leagues and oh, you yes. tell me yes. you tell me that you tell me the team name they share and he mm. said the CFL and the NFL looking for the Lions the BC Lions and the Detroit Lions but then somebody jumped in and said what about football team for Washington and it would have been and, at the time yes yeah yes I do remember that yeah yes we are commanders bump a dump got to love the commies all right after the third quarter we have a score of F the Avs as 390 and Superdome Shuffle 465. And that'll bring us to the fourth quarter. The fourth quarter, known as Put Your Fours Up. This quarter consists of four categorized questions that teams will wager up to 100 points each, not to exceed their current point total. Categories for today are as follows. The million dollar man in MLB. The one, two, three kid in the NFL. Barry Horowitz (laughs) in NCAA men's basketball. And the young bucks in young players. Ah, Fantastic. It is now time for the teams to place their wagers. Now that the wagers are in, on to the questions. Question number one in The Million Dollar Man. 2023 was the last $1.2 million installment that the Braves paid out to which player, despite signing with the club in 1984 and had passed away last year? We can check in. Okay, sure. Superdome Shuffle has checked in, so F the Avs, you can talk it out. I know a lot of players who are still being paid right now, like uh, George Kenneth Griffey Jr. is like the fourth highest paid guy on the Reds payroll this year. (laughs) That's ridiculous. It's awesome. I know. He's getting paid like 3.6 mil this year, and he's just like out taking pictures. (laughs) He's like an NFL-like credentialed photographer. Um, ooh, 1984 passed away last year. Ooh, I don't know. I oh, I thought you said you had something on this. No, 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 no. 
No, I don't have. He was mocking David. This. Yeah, well, I, I he was mocking David, David when he was like, "Well, I know it, but I need to." And I'm like, "No, no, no, you know it. Just to answer the question." <laughs> <laughs> um, no, I don't. I don't have anything on this. Eighty four. I think right Ooh. around the time about when there was talk about the Griffey stuff, you know, there was because obviously that one popped up. This year. is this the last year he's getting paid, or is he still? No, more? he's got he's got some years left, Ridiculous. and Bonilla's got years left. I think, I think Griffey this, has less years than Bonio, which is hilarious. But I think this might be Bruce Suter, Sutter, Suter, Sutter. I, I get mixed up with the hockey guys, right? Um, yeah, sure. If you feel good about that, I'm I'm good. I think I, I, I think in that in that whole thing because you know, obviously Booyah Bobby Bonilla day, but I think when I did a little looking when I saw the Ken Griffey Jr. is the fourth highest paid player currently on the Reds, which is hilarious. Um, but yeah, I think I saw a headline for. Bruce Suter, right? Is it Suter? Sutter? Whatever. You know, that Whatever. guy. It's the, the, he knows uh, what you mean. You, you know what I mean for uh, okay. 100 points. I'm going to need you to be more specific. I'm kidding. Um, <laughs> you can't get any more salt out of me. It's all gone. Super, super dumb shuffle. What did you say? Same thing. Hall of Famer Bruce Sutter. I just asked a question about him. So I was not that long ago. So I was researching and of course I, you were you were you, you were on that game i think yeah you were on the game there's I been too many that. games everything's jumbled now my yeah. brain can't hold all the stuff uh, i know you said that earlier yeah, anyway yeah it's bruce sutter suitor <laughs> both, both teams are getting the points on this one it is bruce suitor sutter is the half the hockey players yeah, yeah. that's that's right you might because all the hockey um, questions that have been on this podcast and i keep hearing sutter so thing. the Braves signed him to a $9.1 million deal. Um, and a lot of that money was deferred. Um, 4.8 million was deferred at a 13% interest over a 36 year period. So he was getting 1.2 million every year until just last year. Um, the last payout happened after he died. That's that sounds like the contract that I signed with the bench warmers when I came on. Yeah. Zero dollars for perpetuity. Right. Exactly. <laughs> That brings us to question number two, the one, two, three kid. There are 10 non-quarterback NFL players who have scored 15 or more touchdowns during their rookie year. Only one team has had two of those players. Name that team. Yeah. Okay. Let, I, I guess I wouldn't so. be shocked by it. If that's, if that's the answer, I wouldn't be shocked. So you want to do it? Sure. I'm fine with it. Okay, we'll check in. All right, Superdome Shuffle has checked in, so F the Avs, you've got a little bit of time to talk this out. Yeah, well, we've named a bunch of teams that we've got one. Wait a minute, I just thought of something. Yeah? We're thinking a lot about running backs, but the first thing that I typed to you was Randy Moss having 17 in his rookie year. Has another what, rookie receiver. What did Justin Jefferson do as a rookie? He didn't he didn't play for the first like handful or more of games. They like oh. slowly brought him in, which was stupid. So I don't think there's any way he got to okay. fifteen. Okay. It was stupid. Like, I thought Falk and James, because it was Colts and then Rams for Falk, and then technically Edgerin played for the Seahawks, but I mean it was like four games, but it, for him it was Colts and Cardinals. I just don't know if Falk got to fifteen. I'm almost positive Edger and James did. 
I think it, I've seen like, I remember looking at this, the list. So I, like, I think Gale Sayers is number one on the list, but I can't think of an, once again, I don't know if there's any other receivers as a rookie who've topped 15. I know Moss like had seven, 16 or 17 or whatever. I don't know if there's another one who did. That's why I was like, I th- we have to be looking at right. two running backs. Right. <sighs> I mean, and then you got to think about like the Cowboys as Emmett Smith and Dorsett, I guess, but that doesn't seem. I mean, Elliot could be up there. He, he had a pretty yeah. big rookie season, but I don't know. I don't know how big some of those guys farther back. Yeah. Like I said, so because when I was looking, you know, you got like, like I said, Gail Sayers, um, Eric Dickerson. Uh, I think Clinton Portis was up on the top of this list and Edron James is up there. But yeah, I mean, does, is there a second for those ones? That Falk is a good possibility, but did he get to 15? I don't know. I honestly don't know. I can't think of anyone else in Chicago. Yeah, because I don't think Peyton got there, and then like Neil Anderson when he was a rookie, he was still Peyton was still there. Um, Matt Forte, but I don't think he got fifteen as a rookie. Yeah, I don't, I don't know, I, I don't know, I don't. Do you have anything that's sticking out to you? Because I'm, the more we've talked about this, the less confident I am about. I don't have real confidence. You know the James Fault. Probably, possibly, yeah. but I just don't I, know if Falk got there as a rookie. Yeah, I don't know. I guess and I just I can't think of other come up with. Yeah, should we go with that? Sure, we'll go with Indy, right? Yeah. yeah. All right, we're gonna check in with Indianapolis for one hundred points. All right, and Super Bowl, Super Bowl shuffle, Super Dome shuffle. You knew I was gonna say that at some point. Super Dome shuffle. What did you say? Well, we threw around. A lot of stuff. I, I was trying to zero in on a team that would be, I said to Mason, the answer is going to be a weird answer. It's not going to be the Cowboys or, you know, something, something like that or the Steelers. Um, and I, and I was initially caught on Detroit because I thought it was going to be like Billy Sims and Barry Sanders. I threw out Jacksonville and Mason really liked it going for Fred Taylor and Reese Jones drew, mm-hmm. but we, I don't know. And then and then the weirdest thing happened after we checked in. I said to Mason, I just realized the the category is the one, two, three kid, and I can't come up with any connection to that whatsoever. But then I remember that his one of his moves was the Bronco Buster. And I was like, if Dan makes it the Broncos, I'm gonna be really pissed. But anyway, uh anyway, uh so we checked in with Jacksonville for a hundred points. First of all, let me just say that the one, two, three kid is just in reference to a superstar young guy that comes up. Don't look any any further into that. Good, good. Okay. However, it is the Broncos. I'm kidding. It's not the Broncos. Um, One team is getting the points on this one. Correct answer is the Jacksonville Jaguars. Mm. It is Fred Taylor with 17 and Maurice uh, Jones-Drew with 16. Um, The other ones that, that make the list, Saquon Barkley, Billy Sims, Ezekiel Elliott, Randy Moss, Edron James, Clinton Portis, Eric Dickerson, and Gail Sayers. Interesting. So Billy Sims made it, but Barry Sanders didn't. Right. I remember that Billy Sims came out and had a knockout, uh, you know, sort of at the beginning. But yeah. All right. All right. Let's move on to question number three in Barry Horowitz. 
There have been four NCAA men's basketball teams to have been number one seed four or more times and never won the tournament. Name two of those teams before you look for some hidden Barry Horowitz thing in here. I was just looking for jobbers and Barry Horowitz was one of the best jobbers of all time. It's true. He was. We're going to check in. All right. F the Avs have checked in. So super dome shuffle. Talk it out. Okay. So we are literally and figuratively all over the map. Yes. Um, and I mean, I you know what the top of this list looks like. It's, you know, it's all the blue bloods, Duke and Kentucky and Kansas, and North Carolina, but they've obviously they've all won that we've been throwing around teams that the teams that I like the most are now Gonzaga. I want to say Illinois Mason had thrown out Purdue, but I don't know if they've had four number ones. In fact, I know they're one of their things is that they've lost as, as one and two and three. It doesn't matter what seed they are. They always lose. Right. That's why they were fresh <laughs> on my mind. So, so I like Illinois. I like Gonzaga. Uh, who were the other ones I threw out? Oh, the one that I said to Mason was in the early 80s, DePaul was extremely dominant. Had this guy named Terry Cummings, uh, who was a very high draft pick in the same draft I think that James Worthy was in. And I feel like DePaul had at least three number ones then, and I don't think they've ever won. Um, they had this legendary coach, uh, Joey Meyer. No, no, that was the son. I can't remember the guy's first name. Anyway. Freshwater. So, <laughs> right. Mm-hmm. So I like Illinois and Gonzaga the most, uh, Mason, but I, yeah. but I'm. I, yeah. The only thing I had on Illinois is they had one recently with uh, the name I threw out today was, uh, was it Io Dosunmu, whatever his name was for the, the place for the Bulls now. Oh, um, and they also, and I know for sure they had one in 05 because that was the year they lost in the championship to Carolina. That was the Sean May championship and they beat Darren Williams uh, and several others. So yeah, I like it. So, I like Illinois. I like Gonzaga. I'm I'm fine with those. Gonzaga is the only one I have any sort of confidence in any of the others. I would be fine with you picking because I, I, I don't know for sure. Okay. Then we, can we do it? Which ones? I think Illinois and Gonzaga. Okay. If if you feel good about that, that's fine. I'm sure Gonzaga's never won a championship. I don't think Illinois has ever won a championship that I can remember. Unless they won one like in the fifties or something. Right. That's what I'm trying to remember. I don't think so. Okay. okay. We'll check it. We'll check in with Illinois and Gonzaga. All right. And F the Avs, what did you say? Samesies. Yeah, we had a we had some pretty similar like Gonzaga was like right at the top because they've been, I think at least, I think they've at least four, maybe five. They've been a number one seed and they haven't won it yet. And I was trying to think of other teams that have had, you know, at least kind of that four range. Marcus brought up Purdue, but I didn't think they've quite got to, I don't think they've been number one four times. Um, But then I was thinking other big 10 in Illinois uh, came up because they, they had some stretches where they were really good and they, didn't do well in the tournament necessarily. I mean, they went to the title game, obviously in 05, but didn't win. So, um, DePaul, that's a good one. I guess that's one I would have thought he would, that Mason would have been calling a weird school. Well, the other, the other one, they, I mean, up... they were good. They were like in the eighties. Were right, they even so... still good into the early nineties? 
So the other one, real yeah. quickly, real quickly, I just want to say the other one that I kicked out that Mason said was was a weird school was Oklahoma. I don't know why this would be weird, but I'm pretty sure Oklahoma snuck up and had a number of number ones. Uh, some I just found years. it weird because I don't I don't associate them as being. I mean, they're a football one, school, one seed. Right? Weech also checked in with Gonzaga and Illinois for 100 points. Both teams will be receiving those 100 points. Um, yes, Gonzaga had five. Illinois had four. DePaul had four between 1980 and 1984. Yeah. They had four of the five in that that stretch. And then the other one that had five was Oklahoma. Mm. So all four teams were named. But yes, um, both teams will be receiving their points. Mason, how dare you forget? Kofi, don't try to tell me it's Coburn because it's spelled Cockburn. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I I couldn't remember his name. I knew it, but I couldn't. Re- I knew it was and something weird. But yes, that's right. Do you know how many times Purdue has been number one seed? Uh three, three. That makes okay. sense. Yeah. It, Just I wait till next were... year; they'll be on the list. That yeah, exactly. That's a total <laughs> trap answer. They're the they're the worst best team in the country every that's year. Right. Let's move on to question number four in the Young Bucks. When he hit the field at twenty years and three hundred and twelve days old on opening day this year. The Cardinals' Jordan Walker became the second youngest player in Cardinals history. Which Hall of Fame pitcher was the only Cardinal younger when he made his debut on April 12th, 1965 at 20 years and 111 days? Well, if this isn't a David question, I don't know what is. Not a David-style question. There weren't enough... uh, Stats in there, but uh... um, we'll check in. Right for the last time, Superdome Shuffle has checked in. So f the Avs, and while we're at it, let's f the Stars too, right? Yes, you can talk it out. All right, I don't have anything. So, what do you have, Josh? Well, uh, I just typed some stuff to you, but uh, yes, I'll say it out loud. Um, So I'm thinking Hall of Fame pitchers, and I know that Steve Carlton started his career with the Cardinals, and I was trying to think if it made sense that 65 would have been around his start if he was born in, you know, the 44, 45, because... He he was on a, a World Series championship team right towards the end of his career. He wasn't on the playoff roster, I do not believe, but I think he was on the 87 Twins team. Um, And that would have made him about 42-ish, which makes sense. That would have probably been about the, how old he was when that uh, old body was on the mound for the Twins. So timing-wise, that's, I'm just working numbers that would make sense just knowing he started with them. And I think that time frame would work out. So you cool with that? I believe in you. All right. Well, it doesn't matter either way, because I don't think there's any possible way we can catch him, even if they get this one wrong. So, and I'm guessing David is not getting this one wrong. So you're going to check in with Steve Carlton for 90 points. All right. And Superdome shuffle. What did you say? Yeah. So when you said, Cardinals pitcher in the 60s. I went to Bob Gibson, and then I was like, no, that's not right. The time frame doesn't add up. And just like Josh just said, um, 
realized that remember that Steve Carlton started with the Cardinals until he was traded to the Phillies. Uh, but he did win a Cy Young with the Cardinals. And so we checked in with Steve Carlton. For how many points? Uh, that would be for 69 points. Yeah, it would be. And both teams are receiving their points. The correct answer is Steve Carlton. And then when I looked at his um, Wikipedia page and realized that he is 78 years old, almost 80 years old, and I thought, oh, my gosh, the guy that I really and really liked as a pitcher growing up is now almost 80. It made me sad. I don't know. I thought he was about 80 when he was pitching for the Twins. He, he, he looked pretty feeble that season. Define pitching. I don't know if that's what he was actually doing. I mean, he took the mound and sort of threw the ball towards the plate, I guess. I want to look up what he did those last two seasons. Not much. Well, you do that. While you do that, I'm going to say that the game has come to an end. And here are the final scores. With a... Kind of respectable, 580 points. F the Avs. But our clipboard captains of the game who are receiving the coveted Barry Horowitz Award, we have Superdome Shuffle with 874. So, normally I'd be throwing this over to a guest, but we don't have any guests right now. So, uh, Anything before we go away, anything anyone wants to say before we uh, before we get out of here? I drank the salt away. It's fine. Love you, Dan. <laughs> His name is now Josh Saltwater. I'm going to hold on to that. Yeah. <laughs> Josh, Joshy Saltwater. Joshy Saltwater. I love it. Just call me Taffy. <laughs> we will. Actually, let's make that sure, make sure that happens from now on. Oh, please. Taffy's his, uh, that's his name in the daddy dome when he comes out and does his routine. He's Taffy. <laughs> it's it's really weird because I come out there and I'm like, Taffy. <laughs> you know, it's it's all good. Wow, I got all right, well, I'm, Sweet. I, I right. do want to say before we go that that actually was a David round because every question that I asked in that uh, last round was something that I saw on the internet somewhere and said, you know what? I want to make a question out of that. So it was a David round in that sense. Um, I see for some reason on Facebook, I see just random Facebook pages that come up, random sports pages. And every once in a while, I'll see one of the graphics they put up and go, I'm holding on to that one for a question. So, and I, th I think Mason probably sees the same ones because I think a, a few times he said, I've seen this somewhere before. So, I have the same thing happen to me. That's where I found the thing I posted today on the on the bench. It was just something random from a page I don't even follow. And I was like, oh, interesting. Well, we're going to get out of here. But on behalf of Josh, Marcus, Mason, and Lavid Ducks, <laughs> myself, Dan, just want to say thank you for listening to the Benchwarmers Trivia Podcast. And until next time, we'll keep the bench warm. Thanks. David Ducks wouldn't have won the game, though. Jared no, he's the worst. Game. He's the worst right. player. He's got the worst record. <laughs>
for producing that music for us. You've been listening to the Benchwarmers Trivia Podcast. Make sure to check us out on all of our social media. We are at Benchwarmers TP.